Hey folks, this is weird. The interviewer has turned interviewee, which means the first voice you're hearing is me, Simon. Um, and I've got David over here. David. Hello. There he is. Uh, we're doing another three-car garage. Uh, you know the format because I did it last time. We are going to ask people to choose three incredible cars that they build themselves. Um, tell me if I'm wrong, David. Um, it's money, no object, but you're not allowed to build something to sell. That's right. It's three cars that you keep in your garage like forever and that's what you're stuck with you can't change them you can't sell them so it's no good picking something that's going to be really valuable it's no good saying oh i'm going to choose this is porsche gt3 and then because you think it'll be worth something you're keeping it whatever you choose you're keeping uh so you've got to choose three cars to go in your garage that's it david have you had a lot of thinking about this one i i have i it's been on my mind since we did um the one with you to be honest with you yeah. and um i I found it very, very difficult because I like a lot of different cars. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been hard. That was um, my own problem is that I didn't I wanted to represent all of my car interests. I didn't want to leave anything out. I wanted to be a bit of everything. And that's quite hard in three cars, um, as you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, also because you're kind of looking at what you do with your life as well. So there has to be a certain level of practical aspect to it, yeah. but also what it is you like. It condenses what it is you like about cars, which is quite nice. Um, I, 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 it's a very interesting exercise. What's even more interesting is that I actually have about five years ago. I made a list of cars where I figured if I bought them in this order, um, I would get to like my sort of top two or three dream cars at some yeah. point in my lifetime that's kind of my thought with like appreciation and maybe earning potential and stuff like that um, and not a single one of those cars it's in my three car carriage <laughs> oh there you go now before we actually start with the cars um have you, is there any particular order is there a favorite or one that you'd definitely have if it was a one car garage or should i ask you that at the end you can ask me that at the end there probably is but on the proviso that my wife is still allowed a car okay <laughs> no that sounds fair now these are your these are your cars it's all right to have a family car i think but yeah. you, it's no good building a car for your wife um that's okay. fine it's, it's all it's all for you i mean she deserves a car obviously but she's got her own car in there's a there's okay. another garage with her car in you're not allowed that's to fine. use her car though okay um, well should we start then <laughs> should we start with car number one Okay, um, I'm going to start with a car that's going to give a bit of context to another one of the cars I've picked. Because right. if I did the other one of the cars first, I think people would be like, huh, really? Okay. Um, so, I'm going to start with my race car. Oh. Because I have to have a racing car. I have to have right. an actual proper car that I can take on track. Um, and this was tricky. Because you have to think what sort of racing you'd like to do um and you also have to think of what you like about particular cars and all of them and, and also kind of what you like about cars in general so i went through a, a number of iterations of this from sort of single seaters and and malleks and hill climb cars and things like that and i realized that ultimately i wanted to tin top touring cars uh, a, a kind of the the ideal for me that that sort of classic um cortinas minis all, all of that kind of racing that makes but sense. being being me 
Um, I wanted something slightly different because why wouldn't I? Um, so I, I kind of ran through a few bits and pieces and, and then obviously I ended up in Japan because that's where I'm likely to end up with these things. Yep. So I, I was looking at um, Isuzu Bellets, um, which actually people do race in the UK. There's a few of those around. Yeah. Um, and I looked at the Mazda 110S, um, the original Cosmo, the rotary one, because mm -hmm. it is just the right level of obscure and weird. Um, and they did race them a little bit. I've definitely seen pictures of racing ones. And I I want one anyway. They're, they're one of my dream cars to own because I think they're just absolutely fabulous, ridiculous spaceship of a car, and I love them. Mm. Um, but then I was a bit like, you know what, I don't think I'd want to race it. To me, that, that was just like a, that's a cruising around car. I'm sure it's a perfectly capable race car um, in the right hands, but but wasn't for me. So, so just quickly, up... just quickly, this this is a race car only. You're not going to yes. use it on the street at all. No, this You're is not, it's not going to double up. It's no race it's car a proper only. thoroughbred race car. Its only job is to go round track. It it's will in the like... garage on a trailer, ready to be hooked up to one of your other cars. Indeed, this is what gives the context to one of the other cars. Gotcha. Um, and um, I kind of say it's almost obvious. Um, to a certain demographic of people. Yeah. Um, but there, there's none racing in the UK, and I settled on the Nissan KPGC10 GTR proper. Uh. Um, that was as a result of looking at what is racing in the UK and what I would just dream to see race. I have no idea if it would be competitive. It probably wouldn't. They make a great noise, but against how developed um, the things it would be racing against would be such as Lotus Cortinas and such yeah. like. Um, I don't know how it would perform against them. Well, that's what it, but, uh, we're, we're talking about a Skyline here, and yeah, they were they in the in that two liter six cylinder, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So I'm going to ask you a question. I know you've got more to tell me about your car, but what when you said everyone's going to know what I'm going to choose here, I just thought you were going to say it's a B310 Sunny. No, no that, one's that. They're quite racy. There's the TS Cup and all that. I thought yeah. that might be obvious. Um, I maybe, um, but that's because in my head that's the achievable thing. That's not like the dream. Here's an infinite amount of money. Buy what you want. In fact, yeah. if I were being, you know what, live on air, I'm going to change. change. I'm going to change my choice. Not to yeah. a B310, Sunny. Oh gosh. I'm going for the C110 GTR, of which there are 198 built, because this is the dream car garage, yeah. um, and I can have anything I damn well want. Much as I absolutely love the KPG C10 GTR, and they are iconic, the uh, C10 GTR, which followed it, um, is much rarer, and um, I kind of prefer them. Um, is, don't shoot me. Is that a Ken, Ken and Mary one? That, that is, yeah, that's the Ken Mary Right. Um, uh, skyline. So but, it's the really lovely coupe shaped that followed it. So yeah. if you if you look online for a, a C110 coupe, well that's what C is. Um, your your C, um, what I'm talking about, and the GTR they did build, um, but they're super 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 limited. Like I've never seen a genuine yeah. GTR come up for sale. I've seen a few copies with the L series engine, but never one with the. Um, uh, S uh, two thousand. 
So, well, yes. The S20. Go. I keep on calling it 2000, but it's the S20. It says 2000 on it. Yeah. It's an S20 engine. I, I'm just going to get run out of town for my nerdy car knowledge being completely wrong. There'll be um, someone called Alan. Listening. Alan will be on the phone he'll, to me. He'll well, find it. He'll find it. He'll listen. Just, Alan, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's not my yeah. fault what, what the guests choose. That's all. Also, I think you should have stuck with the KBDC 10, if I'm honest. No, that's because um, it's too obvious. It's too obvious. Yeah, well, okay. So um, is there anything special about this? Is it just like a full-on race-spec car? Oh, it's the full-on race-spec car. Um, okay. The You know the, um, the one that uh, they roll out of the Nismo events that's black and gold and it's got the Yes. front with no lights and all of that stuff yeah yes yeah, so that it's that i was obviously I, I knew the 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 first skyline i was like yeah i know that one that's that's all right um but i was trying to think of the the, the next generation gtr but now you t- say the black and gold i know exactly what you mean looks like a great big fag packet nice it does it does it's yeah. incredible looking machine yeah. um so yeah that um but racing against um, Cortinas and such like Lotuses and Minis and um, yeah Mustangs and Camaros yeah. and Jaguars yeah yeah, yeah. all right all of that cool. business cool. on a matching trailer um, of course it'll probably have um, RS Watanabe's what on the uh, trailer on the car four Watanabe's nine nine by fifteen on the trailer yeah. on the yeah. black and gold trailer. I'm, yeah. that's, I'm, I'm giving you um, a pass on that. That's a good good choice. Uh, is it too so, early for car number two? No, I, I think car number two goes with car number one. Yeah. Because uh, car number two is the kind of family car, um, but it is also, obviously, the tow car. It's got a tow bar. Yeah. So um, I sort of um denied a bit about this one because... Uh, it, genuinely, at one point, I was just going for a Volvo XC90 because I love them. Um, and I went and test drove one not not too long ago, and they're great. Um, <laughs> I just, I just, my, my finger is hovering over the stop recording button. <laughs> the thought that this could happen. I've chosen an XC90. Well, thanks. Uh, uh, it would we're be, really it going would, for that mum demographic now, are we, on the podcast? No, it, 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 would, be, it would be the 4.4 litre V8 one, obviously. That Yamaha yeah. V8 is a lovely engine. But... Um, uh, which is what what we were looking at, but um, you know I can't do that. I can't do that for a dream car. It's not a no. dream car. It's a car no. on my own. So then I was thinking in a similar vein, um, and there's a lot of uh, modern companies doing effectively resto mods of four by fours. Yeah. So then I was looking at Iconic um, and, and looking at the sort of stuff they produce Iconic four by four in the states because. I could get something shipped over. Yeah. Um, and there's UK companies like Cool and Vintage. Um, and uh, I have to, I'm very, very, very strongly in favour of a company called Arconic because they're not very far from my house. Um, they're about 15 minutes away and they make uh, Land Rovers with LSXs of various sorts, yeah. um, LS3s uh, and stuff like that. But they're all like, plushly done they're very very nice um if you've got got 10 minutes um have a look up online a company called arconic a-r-k-o-n-i-k um and um at some point i'm gonna i plan to go up there and do a video um with them because they, they are literally 15 minutes from my house and they are lovely people and that was a very close run thing but and if my wife were picking this um it would definitely be one of those because she loves a land rover but they're all yeah. land rover based yeah. And then I remembered, I remembered a thing I'd seen a while ago, 
Um, and there's a company in Korea called Mohenic, M-O-H-E-N-I-C. Wow. Um, and uh, they take Mitsubishi Pajeros um, and resto mod them. And they look magnificent. I'm going to stop so, you again. I'm so sorry. We've just let this pass. You, there was a, an opportunity for one of your brilliant language things. You just said Mahanic like it was normal. And I wanted I wanted something maybe a little bit more Korean. Maybe. I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm absolutely not doing any kind of <laughs> Korean accent. I can you barely do French. Do you do German, but you're not doing Korean. But no, I'm going to. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have stopped you. You, you, Mohenic, that's what we're saying. Mohenic. Uh, and so they... it, it's a Mohenic G. Now, my yeah. only problem with the Mohenic G yeah. um, is the four-door ones, which is what I want, um, they only do with diesel engines, and they're all like two-and-a-half-litre diesel engines. Nah. The, the two-door one, um, they do with a, a three-and-a-half-litre V6, which also isn't really what I want. So effectively what I want is Mohenic... Um, a Mohenic G four door, but with um, an LS or some such in it. Um, but the the Mohenic G is is a very specific thing. They've got their own little bits of styling and stuff they do on them. So I think it would be kind of a case of buying one of them, yeah, and then getting the drivetrain redone, probably with them. Um, yeah. uh, to be honest, uh, but that that's kind of yeah that that's. That's there as a tow car and a practical family car. We can load everyone up in it, load the dog in it, load all of our luggage in it and go pretty much anywhere in the world. And um, remind and, me again, sorry, what, yeah. what is this? Is this a, a Land Cruiser? No, it's a, it's a Mitsubishi Pajero. A Pajero, okay. So, so it, it, it's even more obtuse. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That, is, it, is, it the, is it like an original colour or is it the colour of your Skyline? Um, no, it would be its own colour, so I would yeah. probably have it, um, they have a really nice green colour on their website, um, which are very much green with white wheels and, and BF Goodrich tyres with all the lettering painted and all that stuff, um, yeah. and all the details on it are, are then black, it's got a white roof, so it's got like a slight two-tone to it, yeah. um, but um, that green with white roof is always a good look on a 4x4, I think. Um, Does it have a roof tent? Um, it, yeah, it would do. It would have like roof rack, roof tent, all of that stuff. Overlander, um, yeah, it'd be going on here. Yeah, proper overlander, overlander stuff um, happening with it, which I probably never use, but um, uh, because that would require sleeping in tents. But um, I'd have it anyway, just because I'm a big poser. You can build a load of luxury into that. I mean, I think a roof tent with some nice LED lighting in it, and maybe a television um, and a heater. So yeah. this is all possible. You remember, you've got unlimited funds here. There's nothing that wrong with having a, a roof tent that maybe has got hard sides on it or something like that. I think that's yeah. fine. You you would like it. It's like it's going to be like a hotel room. You can have that's that. The, I, I like it. I like a good hotel room. That's it. Um, that's so what yeah, it is. It's a, it's that, a hotel room on the roof of a Mitsubishi Pajero. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. That that would be my 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 choice for kind of family car and tow car. Um, in uh, in that kind of realm, that and it would probably be likely a daily driver to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, Am I allowed to make a suggestion? You can make because a suggestion. I've got terrible images of this clashing with the skyline. Can we? The skyline is a covered trailer now that is also oh, yeah, yeah. green with a white roof. Yeah, the, the same the, striping package. 
and the, the, BF Goodrich. The, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the skyline. Um, we'll have to have a cover trailer because yeah. um, that's yeah. what I want. That's <laughs> we, we can and and take the Watanabe's off. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to now. I guess stick on the white. Are they steels on the Pajero? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah, perfect. So that's car one and two done, and now a, a custom trailer and a roof tent. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Okay, so are we ready for car number three? Are we? I, I think so. I, this was really, really hard, um, like super difficult. Um, and, and the reason for this isn't actually deciding what I needed it to do. It was just picking the car. Yeah. So um, I... I know that for car number three i wanted a gt of some description uh i'd like a grand tourer um yeah. they i i have one and they're great and it's perfect for road trips and and all that kind of thing so you know blatting down to le mans France, classic blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. all that stuff it yeah. just makes me sound like a complete penis but it's perfect for road trips but for like going for shows as well like you yeah. know Going across the country in a really nice GT car is just an absolute delight. I'm, I'm yeah. all on board with it. Um, and the options then become somewhat endless because you can go either direction with it. Bear in mind, this is now sort of my only GT car. Yeah, You can look at modern, all of these modern GT cars which are very capable, or you can go for like super classic stuff um and, and all very evocative and all, all that kind of thing um and, and i was struggling picking out anything and in fact um i changed my mind just before we um recorded the uh podcast well bearing in mind you changed your mind in the podcast yeah i'm not surprised by this fact uh, I, I am um it's it's a really hard really hard thing to do once someone actually tries to nail you down and say no pick one because yeah. you, you you can go through your life saying you know I, i'm gonna oh i'd love to have a whatever i'd love to have whatever but when that's like an abstract idea it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that you'd love to have i don't know an Eto jaguar or you'd love to have a porsche 911 rsr or gt3 or whatever like it, it it you can say that but if someone says right here's the money now go and buy one it's like oh what do I actually want? What 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 was what is desirable? So, I am um, I am a lot about this, uh, and I settled on a couple which were there for ages. So I had the Mercedes Benz three hundred SL um, because it's just hell of a car. But I really wanted the uh, Mechatronic one where they've got the. What year is this? Is this late? 60s early 70s. yeah it's the it, it's the no it's the gold wing it's the iconic oh sorry gold wing yeah. Mercedes. oh so 50s late 50s isn't it 59 yeah. yeah yeah but it would be the mechatronic version of it which has the modern 5.5 liter v8 from the uh s class and stuff in it oh is, is this another custom builder one of these yeah update yeah restor rest, restoration Res upgrades yeah like proper resto mod people yeah um and um and I kind of, I, I was on that for a while. And partly that was, I, I you know what? The, the main reason for the Mercedes-Benz 300 SL was the, um, there's a film by uh, a chap whose name I can't remember, but it was under the series Depth of Speed. Right. And he went on to become Petrolicious or one of the people that filmed for Petrolicious. 
Um, but before he did that, he did this, this depth of speed thing. And he did uh, a feature on this guy with his Mercedes-Benz 300 SL. And the guy was in America, and he just drove it everywhere. Like, this is like sort of a million pounds worth of car, and he's just driving it around the place. Um, and, and he'd saved up. Like, he, when he was a kid, he'd had this picture of this car on his wall. Yeah. And all he'd ever wanted was one of these cars. And eventually, he got to the point where he had one of these cars. And he was like, well... I've always dreamed of having these cars, one of these cars, but I didn't dream of it to sit in a garage. I dreamt of it to drive. Like, that's my whole point. So It's a car. Yeah. So when there's, like, all these reunions and everyone's trailering their car across America, he just drives it and just drive, you know, all, all, all the way across the continent, which is absolutely... And that really has always stuck with me. Um, but then I'd also be a bit concerned, it being a delightfully older car. I would very much want to use it as well. Um, and... I just think I would want a bit more go and then I wouldn't want to get into tuning the 300 SL. I'd want to resto mod it and then I was like, oh, but then I really want soft closed doors. One of my dreams, one of my dreams for many years is to have a car with soft closed doors. It's pathetic, but it's true. Um, My old boss used to have a, I think it was a W114, now I look back on it, um, S-Class in my first job and one time we went out for i think a christmas meal or something and i went in his car and um i just remember these soft closed doors being just the height of luxury i don't know why but they just were absolutely perfect for me and i realized you can't have soft closed doors properly in a mercedes 300 sl they don't have quite the same effect um although i guess the modern one probably the sls probably does that that modern equivalent probably does think if you threw money at someone they'd be and i suppose there's probably some mechanisms in a tesla but maybe they wouldn't work yeah. after very long <laughs> just, just leave you with a massive panel gap on the door yeah, uh, but but the, but the no it's a panel gap um, yeah <laughs> but like so so I, I had that for ages but then i, I just thought the the soft closed doors wouldn't be quite satisfying and also just going to mechatronic and saying i want your 300 sl is not a very me thing to do um i was thinking this this was you're just going to people and and letting them make decisions that you yeah. should be making. So, it, yeah. so even even like the Mohenic, it's like it it's completely customized. Yeah. Um, and I and I, and I want an engine they don't do. So um, that's um, true. Uh, and and the the race car is there as a just because no one in Europe has one. Um, it seems. Um, so the the Jaguar um, XK, um, I guess one forty one twenty um, either or as a resto mod was my second choice yeah and i was on this for ages and it was just in my brain and that's partly influenced by justin hill's chopped one which is just fabulous it's just such beautiful lines on it and again it would make a really nice resto modded car um but that would be all entirely bespoke you know like black um uh, and and probably red leather interior or ox blood like a dark red um uh, leather interior um and modern power plant and, and just everything perfect in it and there's a company called um lunas i think that do like electric ones that have been modernized and they look quite nice and i was sort of thinking oh you know so i don't want an electric car i'm not interested in them really not, but not as your gt car not as my GT car, no. um, but also, but like what they do in terms of like the rest of the restoration and making it, it look nice. I was kind of on board with that, and I was on that for a while, and then I remembered Wait, something. I'm trying to keep up here, so we're not having the gullwing. We're not having the gullwing. 
We're not having the Jaguar. We're not having the Jaguar. Okay. This, I'm just don't know what we're having it. Okay. I'm, st- I'm just explaining my mental state. I did the same thing when I did mine. I I, I talked about a Porsche. Yeah, yeah. I talked about a Porsche which I never had. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing this doing this with with everything. Like I was going through Di Tommaso Panteras, oh. Mangustas, Maseratis. I'm a big fan of of um, the, the Ghibli, like the original. It's, oh, just for ages trying to work out what my GT car was, and then it came to me just before we started recording this. Ford Mondeo. Um, correct. And what <laughs> I like about it is I can put a big sound system in it. Um, <laughs> and a no. wing. And a yeah, wing. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Go. Sorry. I, Drum roll. I, drum roll, please. I've gone for yeah. the Fassel Vega HK 500. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a connoisseur you are, sir. I, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, it is um, what someone once described as a gentleman's tourer. It's not even a grand tourer. It's a gentleman's tourer. Yeah. It's got a little bit of extra space. It's pillarless um, in the right ways. Yeah. Um, it is just the most fabulous looking car i've ever seen i absolutely love them and i'd completely forgotten about them because in my brain they're just like one of those things i'll never have one of them like just just eliminate it from my brain um and i think i would make people very upset with whatever modifications i made to it but there would have to be some um But I would actually probably not do that many on it. I would, I would, um, I would take it under advisement what was best to do with um, drivetrain and such. But it would be built for um, cruising up and down auto routes and um, all of that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and just keeping the original interiors and and that comfort, but probably you know making sure it, it's got working working air con and yeah. nice nice stereo systems and, and all that kind of stuff in it um and, thinking, and a throaty engine of some description i'm thinking along the lines of the is it the iso is it was it a revolter um, oh yes, 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 yes you kind of yeah. got that vibe there because i mean the thing is with with if you went with a jag or you went with a merc you've got to have a boot rack or something like that but um the fessel vega has got a, a, a boot and everything hasn't it it's, it's yeah. got a it's got a pair of little seats as well so you could take me out yeah, you can. I can chop your legs off, and you can come on. I'll sit in the back. Yeah, um, but yeah, the ISO Rivalto was, was um, again another one on the list. But then that was just too obvious. Again, it was like I yeah. just want that car, <laughs> one of the greatest cars I've ever seen in my life. Um, but um, yeah, I think uh, a a gently resto modded Fasselweger, probably actually, as you say, in a similar line to the the uh, ISO from from SEMA last year, in that a lot of what had been done to it, you wouldn't have noticed unless you knew those cars intimately. Um, or like some of the stuff, like the single piece windows and stuff, you, you, you can't, when you look at it, even though you know them, it, it feels like it should have come out of the factory like that. Yeah. And it, it didn't. So that's that kind of that kind of uh, resto mod of a Fassel Vega um, HK five hundred. Um, I mean, you know, they're they're, they're already just out the box um, a a wonderful car. Um, they've got a big old engine in them. Um, so they got they got the Chrysler V eight. I was going to say, uh, the, is, it, is it a Hemi? A... Uh, yeah, yeah, they they come with a, come come with a Hemi. Um, I mean. They're not the quickest thing in the world. 
in that case, you need to put a Hemi in it. You need to just put yeah. a modern Hemi in it. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of where, where I'm thinking is that it, it's already got an American V8, so actually sticking an American V8 in it is not um, too outrageous. It's the right um, thing to do. Um, it's so, it's yeah, what it deserves. That's, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, it, it's a car that's ripe for modification, but no one dare touch them because they're worth a pretty penny, and um, I should imagine it'll upset a lot of people. But in in my mind, I think the car you want to build is if you were to show them the spec list of it. If you were to say it's this, and I've done this, and I've put these wheels on it, the, the purist is going to go, "No, this is horrible. I hate it." And then they see it, and then they go, "Oh, it's amazing." That's what you're aiming yeah. for. You want a you want a car the purist should hate but just can't resist. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much um, the aim for a subtle resto mod of yeah. any any car. Um, what color is would it? Be there. Um, it's black. Is it? It's, yeah. Oh. I think I think they look great in black. I've seen them in a few other colors over the years, like um, like Fassel Vegas. Uh, yeah, Fassel Vegas in general, rather than the HK five hundred. But I, I only ever seem to see uh, see them in black. But um, I, I've definitely seen other color Fassels, uh, and I'm they're all right. You know, like silver, fine, green, yeah. fine. But they just look proper in black they're a car that to me has a color and that color is a shiny black yeah and it, it, what with a red interior um uh, yeah well you know what no i don't I, 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 i've had a thing for many years i really want to for, for ages i wanted to build um a rover sd1 yeah. in black with a white tuck and roll interior with um black piping yeah and i because I just really like the idea of a, a, a of a really deep black on a car with a white interior, yeah, like a white leather interior with with all the details being in in black. Uh, and I think I would probably want to do that with this, but I fear a white leather interior. Bit. Yeah, because yeah. um, it just in my head it looks great. It's probably in the flesh it looked terrible. Um, so it would probably be, have to be. Uh, it would likely be a red um, or a cream. They come with a cream interior generally. Yeah. Um, because um, the the white is not going to stand the test of time. Do you know, oh, now I'm starting to think of a tan leather interior. I think you're probably. I, do you know? I, I, I'm down on I've, like the white doesn't sound like a good idea at all. But at the same time, it's exactly the kind of mod that I think when we talk about the list and you go, no, it's never going to work, and then it just does. You just do it so that it does work, and it, it's got a hot rod element feel to it. You know, it's got a, yeah. a, a proper fifties tuck and roll look to it, and I think yeah. It ticks some boxes. I think it might. I, th work. I think. I mean, it, it would be the seats. Like the interior trim yeah. would have to sort of be made to match um, the the rest of the the. Uh, yeah, the, it, it would have to be a bridge between the outside and the inside. I, I don't think you could have because they they have these big um, these big areas of trimmed interior. Um, I think if it was all white, it would be just way too much, like all the door cards and all that stuff. But the seats themselves, in my brain, um, in this SD1 at least, were, were were the only sort of white bit with the the, the black around the outside. But now I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I think I don't know. I think a red interior would be too much too, and too obvious, maybe. But yeah, then it could do a really nice, you know, ox, ox blood or something. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe. But no. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't gone too far on the interior. I, I just know that, like, the car um, would have to be 
the 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 Fassel Vega and the engine would be um, a modernish V8 um, Hemi, as you say. The car um, would let you know what it wanted. I think. Yeah, that that's kind of and, and to be honest, with stuff like this, I would probably go to someone that actually knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, that that's that's one thing I found over the years is. Um, sometimes it's worth speaking to someone that actually does things for a living. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, I mean, so. yeah, I, I think any of the companies, even these ones that you've been mentioning today, you could go to them and wave a wad of cash under them. And if they've built stuff before, they'll build whatever you like. Even if you went to Icon or wherever these guys 15 miles down the road, who were they again? Um, Arconic. Arconic. If you went to Arconic and told them you wanted to build the Vega, they'd do it for you. They'd love it. They'd love a project like that. So, um, and they've got a history of doing cool things. You can see the work they've done. Choosing the right builder is a, a very good idea. So yeah. I'm I'm going to summarise. Uh, you have got a race car that is a Skyline C C110. That is correct, GTR. And it's black and gold on what an Arby's from the like, yeah in the race thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, but you you actively want to campaign that in some yep. sort of Goodwood tin top race series or something. That that would be that would be out and about with the um, I don't know who which who I'd take it out with, but um, uh, oh I know the um, CTCRC, the Classic Touring Car Race Club, um, and our fr- and our friends there. Sounds good. And on the occasional track day. Oh yes, just just for fun, mix it up with some with some moderns um yeah yep. that's cool uh, and that's got a covered trailer which is painted up to match car number two which is a mitsubishi pajero from what early 80s uh yeah yeah pretty sort of 80 84 ish pajero sort of nice square but with those rounded edges they're quite nice and that is green with a white roof and white wheels correct yes and a really plush roof tent and a very nice interior it's a very comfortable place to be yeah it could i mean and and the thing about this is obviously the race car has got a purpose you you could take it somewhere but even because i was really worried when i was doing my three car garage i was concerned about where i was going to take them i didn't want to not be able to go somewhere with it i didn't want to like i wanted to be able to go to a hot rod show and i wanted to go to retro rise gathering and i wanted to go to players or i just wanted to turn up at a historic meet and everyone would be like yeah that's cool or to a local club night and things like that i wanted something that covered all those bases and i think you've done it i think a bit a bit through this i was thinking you hadn't and i was thinking he's left himself a hole he can't even go to his own meet <laughs> he can't like if you turn up I at just, the gathering in it but i think the pajero probably does 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 it better of the three I really think. i think if i turned up at the gathering in a uh, c110 gtr um that would be the thing yeah i don't know it's trailered though not, I don't nothing wrong with trailers. Yeah, that's because it's, it's going up. It's going to go up the hill. Yeah, you've turned it needs up to be trailered in case I stack it into a wall. You've turned up with a guest <laughs> car, and you can't uh, not a car for the field. Does that make uh, sense? Well, so, yeah, the Fassel Vega can go on the field. Yeah, yeah, and as kind of all of them can go on the field. I tell you, I tell you how I know they can go to retro ride because yeah. my show, anything that I bring. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and, I, and I have to confess, if I'm on gate duty at that particular year, um, I, I'm going to let any of them in. I really am. But I think I think we probably did invite you as a guest car for all of those things. Yeah. Uh, but then you fine. could take the the, the Vega would would go 
would be on the lawn at the Hurlingham Club for the concourse, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. So, or Pebble Beach. They'd be yeah, fine. It, the, the, the idea really is this covers everything from turning up at like the Hampton Court concourse um, yeah. through to, um, I don't know, mudding up a green lane somewhere um, yeah. and going hell for leather around a track. That, that's kind of all the things I wanted to be able to do. So and going which, to, going to which, Glastonbury as well. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's perfect because you've got your roof tent. It'd be the first time you didn't go to go home. Um, uh, I'll have you know, I'll have you know that I've camped in a camper van at Glastonbury. Yes, yeah. Did you rent it? We did, and we only did it once, and then we, <laughs> and then we moved down the road, and it was much easier to go home. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Until you got the Pajero. Um, yeah, exactly. And now. It, it is just like a mobile hotel, so that's really cool. Um, I have decided because this, I'm going to do the format on the fly now. This is it. Um, I'm going to choose a favourite of your three cars, mm-hmm. and I'm choosing the Pajero. Um, Interesting. I, t- I tell you why. Um, I still feel like if it was me, I want something that represents my love of the unloved. Um, and I know that Vassal Vegas and, to an extent, the Skyline are their cars that are, are, are rare and they're unknown, but they're also incredibly cool on their own. And there's something in the middle about the Pajero there where it's like I could buy one for five grand, maybe, um, but I've made it really special. I've I've thrown the loving into it. I think that's why the the Previa was in my list because I wanted to be that guy that spent too much money on a Previa because um, <laughs> he loved it. I'm that guy that spent too much money on every car I've owned. Every single one of them. That's it. Um, and then giving so it away. If if I if I made you choose one, if if I could only have one car out of these three, um, yeah. I'd go for the Fassel Vega. Um, yeah. Because um, I would imagine my wife at this point has something that could handle uh, the dog duty side of yeah. life. Um, because it's also a weirdly practical car. In as you point out, I can actually put other people in it, and it can yeah. have stuff in the boot. I don't think I would go to the tip with it, um, with loads of um, leaking bags of green waste in the boot but That's you never it. know you wouldn't you <laughs> wouldn't load it up the night before and so it's full of spiders by the time yeah. <laughs> you ever done that you've got the dump yeah <laughs> you've yeah. got a yeah. load of weird wood in it sorry uh, that's nothing to do with three car garages i'm sorry about that um yeah spiders <laughs> everywhere um i did that with the previa once so many spiders so many <laughs> they never they never leave but yeah i'm spiders. not i'm not doing that i'm not doing that with my fossil vega no no, don't. I advise anyone with a Fassel Vega do not take it to the dump. Um, that's it. Unless you're really rich. It's, this is nearly it. We've done. We've, we've done yeah. three car garage. You have chosen three absolutely incredible cars. I like all of them. Um, I, I go with the Pajero in the middle because th- that's what I'm doing now. Um, and you've gone with your Fassel Vega. And they're all great. We need to... Um, Thank you very much. Well, that's it. We're done. We're going to do another one of these with some other people. Uh, we can, yeah. Uh, so everyone, listen for more of this stuff. That's what's happening. That's yeah. it. Thank you very much. Three Car Garage. Um, second episode. Draw a line under it. Good night. You don't know how to end podcasts either, do you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I do.
uh, like this.